I'm a number one international best-selling author and Twin Flame in Ascension alchemist, writer, teacher, and coach. And I'm so excited to share my story with you today. I wasn't always a number one international best-selling author or um, Twin Flame and Ascension alchemist, writer, teacher, and coach. And my story today I'm going to share with you is going to take you on my journey of how I went from being a lawyer, an attorney, to doing what I do now. And that all hinged on my purpose finding me. They say you don't find your purpose, your purpose finds you. And that's exactly what happened in my situation. And so um, I thought I'd share that journey with you in this story today. So I started out my working life and career as a lawyer. And I was never really passionate about it. I thought I was about certain types of law. But then when you get to law school, you, you realize certain types of law, they just aren't going to um, provide the financial means that you feel sometimes is your due after having spent the money and the time and the energy on going to law school and passing a bar exam. So, you know, things that are really ideological, those parts of the law usually don't offer the big paychecks. And so for me, it wasn't feasible to follow the type of law that I wanted to do. I wanted to do animal rights or, um, you know, defensive death row inmates, things along those lines. And it just wasn't feasible economically and financially for me to be able to do that. Having, um, when I first came out of law school and having to, um, pay back student loans. And at that point, I was just kind of really just over the law to begin with after having three years of law school uh, full-time and then having to study and take the bar exam. Anyway, suffice to say, I got a job working in business and corporate law, which is fine, um, but nothing ideologically that I really wanted to do. I never felt like I was helping the greater good um, and that kind of practice of law. Nothing wrong with practicing that type of law at all. I learned many valuable things that have helped me now further my own business in life, for sure. And, you know, I was able to help out many people, um, not just the people I worked for and my clients, but, you know, friends and family as well. And it's just knowledge. All knowledge is valuable and they can never really take it away from you. So um, that was all perfect. And it all happened in perfect timing as everything does. But I, I was um, moving right along, <laughs> practicing law, um, not really fulfilled in any kind of passionate way about it, but it was paying the bills. I, I got divorced right around that time, um, and I was a single mom of two young kids and really excited, really excited to start a new single type of lifestyle a single mom type of lifestyle, of course, but, you know, just a single type of lifestyle. And so what happened was um, I met someone and that ended up, I ended up hitting rock bottom from that relationship when it had ended. And 
I mean, by rock bottom, I mean, I was a puddle on the floor emotionally for six months. I couldn't eat. I couldn't function. I couldn't even, I didn't even want to leave the house. I would spend 10 hours a day on my floor, sobbing, crying. Um, you know, most people feel heartbreak or sadness when a relationship ends, but this was beyond that. This was, this was like to the nth degree of heartbreak. This was not being able to function. This, this was physical pain. I had a physical pain in my sacral chakra, which is, if you don't know where that is, um, in my navel just below my belly button, um, that just felt as if I had been disemboweled there. I didn't recognize myself anymore. I, I felt like I was completely, I didn't know who I was. I was a completely different person, um, inside as well as outside. I just didn't care about anything that I cared about before anymore. I was not the best, in the best shape to be the kind of mother my two young preschool aged kids needed from me at the time. And I couldn't, I couldn't function. I couldn't, I spent 10 hours a day crying sometimes. And I didn't want to be around other people. I couldn't eat. Like I said, I didn't want to wake up. It took me forever to fall asleep. And when I finally fell asleep, when the morning came, it was just, I couldn't, I couldn't bear the thought of facing another day and getting out of bed and facing another day. And it was just a really, really dark place. And, um, luckily I eventually found out six months after suffering through this, that what I had been experiencing was called a twin flame journey. And yes, it starts out as a physical seeming relationship with someone and, a breakup, a subsequent breakup with, from that person and extreme. I mean, like I'm telling you to the extreme level of heartbreak, but what it actually is, what the twin flame journey actually is, is an awakening an awakening to get to know yourself on the deepest level possible on the level of your soul, who you truly are. It's a spiritual journey and it's actually one of unconditional immense self-love. And, but, you know, the catalyst to start this journey to, to your wake up call is very painful, but it needs to be, it needs to be that painful because it needs to get your attention. You need to innately realize and know and resonate with the fact that this is not just a normal breakup. This is not just um, a toxic relationship or, um, you know, a codependent situation. This is, this is not about another physical person because your twin flame is not another physical person. It is your soul in another body, but you're still the same being. You are the same soul. And so this is a relationship between yourself and yourself, which is your soul. And when you can finally understand that regarding the twin flame journey and resonate with that. And I was so, so fortunate to have found the most amazing teacher, the forethought person of this on the entire planet at the time who lived in Australia, um, who was able to work with me. And I worked with her every day for two years. And sadly she is no longer physically here with us. And when she 
she had passed over at that point, after two years of working with her every single day, nonstop, I, I realized I was, I was like a whole new person, but an improved version of myself. I could function, not only just function again. I mean, I knew how to be completely, totally present and know what unconditional love is. That unconditional love is acceptance without judgment and that we have to have it first for ourselves before we can even attempt to have it with anyone else, including our children, who most people think we automatically unconditionally love our children, but that's not the case. There's always some kind of, of restriction or limitation or expectation we place onto our, our children, fairly or not. That's, that's, that's the truth of it. And so this journey was an amazingly beautiful gift just in that regard. And so how I was able to relate with my children and be present with them, which so much more makes up for the six months that I wasn't the best parent, that I couldn't be there. And I realized that my whole entire life just completely improved in every single area. And not only did I was able to get back together with my twin flame and overcome the heartbreak and the immense pain, my financial situation improved. My relationship with everyone improved. My friendships improved. Um, toxic, heavy relationships with people. Those people just without any drama or fanfare, you know, just fell out of my life. And it was amazing. And, but what happened was once my teacher had passed on, I realized there was no one else to carry on her legacy, no one else to help other people who had been experiencing a twin flame journey um, on the planet to really get it right, to, to know the truth of it. And so this is where my purpose found me. And so I wrote a book um, just dispelling the common myths about twin flame journeys, of which there are many, far too many out there. And I put it on Amazon. And from that, I received an influx flood of people um, asking me to help them. And from there, it's everything just grew. It snowballed on its own. And this is what I mean. You don't find your purpose. Your purpose found, finds you. My, my legal work, my law practice, nothing, none of that came easy for me. It was like work and work and, and slaving and trying to come up with all these ways to find new clients and stressing about things and just complete total anxiety and just never really being happy, never, never being present in the moment and enjoying what I was doing. But with this, with helping people along their twin flame journey, just by writing a book, not even intending to have a, I didn't have a business plan. I didn't intend to do this. I just wrote a book and self-published it and people found me and people caused me to grow from that, asked me to come out with my teachings, asked me to then coach them. And then so many people asked me to coach them that I created coaching programs. And then other people not on a twin flame journey asked me to help them and find their purpose and to, um, or have their purpose find them and to improve, you know, their relationships and their lives, twin flame journey or not. And it's just all just snowballed and just grow, grew and expanded from there. And I just want to say, and I, 
all of my students basically find me in the space where I found my teacher, at rock bottom, or very close to it, and just feeling like hopeless and that they don't recognize themselves with complete lack of clarity about anything that's going on with them. And I just want to say, if anyone is there, and I say this to my students as well, that you will rise above this. Your truth is to rise above this. Just because things seem or appear or feel bad physically and around you in your physical world, that doesn't mean that they are. They're not bad. Bad things that happen aren't bad. Everything happens for a reason. And it's orchestrated by your beautiful, perfect self, your soul. And that reason is for you to grow, for you to grow and expand in some way. And so what I've learned from sharing my story here today is I learned how to be vulnerable. Sharing my story, it's helped me to learn that, um, be more comfortable with really opening up about myself. And I've been sharing my story in different, different aspects of it, um, throughout the course of, of my business and helping my students because the more they hear my story, the more they can maybe relate to me and maybe resonate with the truth that I, I am put on this, this earth right now in this lifetime to share with them. And, um, but sharing it now with people who aren't necessarily my students and haven't necessarily been where I, where I've been or are where I am it's helped me overcome some vulnerabilities and I really appreciate that. And my biggest dream is for, to keep assisting humanity's ascension. And by ascension, I mean, keep sharing the truth with everyone. Everyone is exactly the same underneath it all. Everyone is a soul. Everyone is, is here in every single lifetime for the exact same reason. And that is to get to know and understand and love themselves as a soul unconditionally. And I hope to be an example to people. I hope to be an example to the people who are maybe in careers or jobs that they don't feel passionate about or feel, you know, that they are helping or making a difference in really, or to help people who have hit rock bottom that are there and just have nowhere to turn or don't recognize themselves anymore or feel like their whole entire existence is tied up in some kind of relationship that they once had or something in the past or that they just hope to get through the next day just to get to the next day because they're looking forward to the future and they can't stomach being in the present. And my greatest dream is to at least have anyone that resonates with that to know that you're constantly growing, you're constantly progressing, you're constantly moving forward, and you're constantly learning. And that's exactly what, what you're here for. Thanks so much for listening to my story. Lots of love. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community. 
one powerful story at a time. 